I wanna show you guys a picture. This was my fridge in my freshman dorm room and it looks terrible, I know. For most of college and for a lot of high school, I had a terrible addiction to energy drinks and sodas, monsters, Red Bulls, Nosses, and I knew it was unhealthy for me. In fact, at one point, I remember tweeting out something about needing help quitting these things and somebody replied, have fun with that irregular heartbeat in 10 years, dude. And that stuck with me, but not enough for me to quit. For a long time, I would try and fail again and again. And it was always this just one more time excuse that would come up. Maybe there was a homework assignment that I had to do late at night, so I'd head to the library cafe and pick one up and settle in for a study session. Or maybe sometimes I'd just go to the convenience store with my friends and now they're six inches away and my willpower failed me. So long story short, this was one of my worst habits and it took me years to finally beat it. But eventually I did. And now it has been about five years since I have had any kind of energy drink whatsoever. And I really drink regular soda at all as well. So today guys, what I wanna talk about is how to break those bad habits. Regardless of whatever the habit is, whether it's drinking one too many soda pops like me or playing too many video games when you should be studying or just compulsively biting your nails, you have the ability to break those bad habits as long as you take the challenge seriously. And as Aristotle said over 2000 years ago with some admittedly weird grammar in the English translation, what it lies in our power to do, it lies lies in our power not to do. But before we dive into the actual tactics and strategies here, it's useful to ask the question, what exactly is a bad habit? Well, in Charles Duhigg's book, The Power of Habit, he defines a habit in general as an ingrained pattern of behavior that has three stages. There is the cue, whatever triggers the habit in your mind, the routine, the pattern of behavior, the actions that you take to get the reward, the final part. And he also mentions that once a habit becomes truly deeply rooted and ingrained, and you've gone through it several times, a fourth component also comes into the equation, and that's craving. When the cue is triggered in your mind, there is an intense craving for that reward. And it's important to understand this. Every habit has a reward. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. So essentially, a bad habit is really any habit that stands in opposition to your long-term goals, be it living a healthy life or maintaining good relationships or earning straight A's. And the reason that these bad habits stick around for so long is because they are ingrained, but almost always they're habits that lead to short-term rewards. And your brain is hardwired to care a lot more about the short-term than your long-term goals, even though logically, you know those long-term goals are more important. So essentially, you're acting against your own self-interest. And in fact, there's a term that originates in ancient Greece for this called acrasia. And if you wanna be able to beat that acrasia, if you wanna be able to beat that short-term focused programming deep inside your brain, you need to have a clear, well-defined and compelling reason for breaking that bad habit. In one of his private journals, Bruce Lee once wrote, I realize the dominating thoughts of my mind will eventually reproduce themselves in outward physical action and gradually transform themselves into physical reality. Therefore, I will concentrate my thoughts for 30 minutes daily upon the task of thinking of the person I intend to become, thereby creating in my mind a clear mental picture. For Bruce Lee, that compelling reason, that motivation came through intense meditation and visualization. But you can also create a real physical reminder of why you're trying to break that habit as well. And that's actually what I did. Out of all the reasons I had for stopping my addiction to energy drinks, the main one was my face. Because for most of high school and for a lot of college, I had horrible acne. My complexion was basically the dark side of the moon and it wrecked my self-confidence. And it was bad enough that I would wake up pretty much every 
every day with blood stains on my pillowcase and my sheets. So I really wanted to fix this problem. And I'd spend hours researching online, trying to find remedies and fixes and trying to figure out what the causes were. But eventually I realized what I had basically known all along, which is that sugar, especially sugary energy drinks and soda, were a huge cause of breakouts. So one day I decided to crystallize this reason in physical form and I actually went into Photoshop. I took a picture of myself and I used the clone tool to create a Photoshopped version of that picture, basically an idealized version of what I wanted to look like someday. And then I put that on my phone and every time I would get a craving to go buy a monster or buy a Red Bull, I would look at that picture. And I knew if I gave into that craving, I was pushing that reality further and further into the future. Now that did help immensely, but of course it was still tough to resist those cravings. And one additional thing that really helped me to stave them off was actually replacing energy drinks and soda with something different that still gave me a very similar reward. And that's actually the second tip here. If you can find a different routine that replaces the reward with something similar, then you can replace the habit with something more productive. And this is actually something Charles Duhigg talks about in The Power of Habit. Now for me, I replaced my energy drink addiction and my soda addiction in part with sparkling drinks, LaCroix, Topo Chico, San Pellegrino, because I realized it wasn't necessarily the taste of the drinks that I was addicted to. It wasn't even necessarily the caffeine. It was just the novelty of having that cool can on the desk and having some good tasting drink while I did my boring homework. So I asked myself, is there something else where I can get a similar, if not exact same benefit? And when my girlfriend actually introduced me to LaCroix, which is like a lemon flavored one, I was like, this doesn't taste the same, but it's carbonated, it's in a can, it's got a bit of novelty to it. So it kind of replaced soda in that habit. And my experience is actually pretty similar to the author of The Power of Habit, Charles Duhigg, because at one point he found himself in a bad habit where he would go every single day and buy a cookie. And he asked himself like, this is not healthy for me, why am I doing this? Is it because it tastes good? Is it because I need the sugar because it's the afternoon? Or is it something else? And eventually he realized the real reason that he was getting up every single day, leaving his desk and going to buy a cookie is that it gave him an excuse to take a bit of a break and socialize with his coworkers. So that was really the reward. Sometimes you have to dig in and figure out what's the actual reward I'm getting from this habit. And are there several rewards? And if so, is there a primary one that I can find a way to replace with a healthier behavior? Another crucial step you need to take when breaking a bad habit is to remove as much access to that habit as you possibly can. In the Odyssey, when Odysseus and his men are sailing past the island of the Sirens, he actually has his men bind him to the ship's mast with ropes and then put beeswax in their own ears. That way they can't hear the siren song at all and he can still hear to navigate the ship, but he won't be able to give in to the temptation because Odysseus knew when he was removed from that temptation, he was able to think rationally and logically and he had enough willpower to set up a pre-commitment which made it so that when his willpower failed in the face of temptation, he was unable to give into it anyway. So use this tactic when you're trying to break your own bad habits. And I do this as well. I actually have a pretty bad habit of looking at analytics on YouTube or social media sites like Twitter or Facebook when I should be writing. So I actually have a program that completely blocks all access to those sites, basically binding me to doing my writing and making it completely impossible for me to go distract myself. Essentially, if I have no access to that habit, I'm not gonna be able to give into it. 
Lastly, if you find the prospect of going completely cold turkey and quitting your bad habit forever daunting, try a 30-day challenge. Now, I find this to be useful because a lot of people can't moderate their bad habits. They can't say, I'm just gonna do this every once in a while as a treat, they have to give it up. But thinking about giving it up forever, especially when it's a fun habit like playing video games or having the occasional soda is kind of daunting, it kind of sucks. But anybody, and I mean anybody, can do a 30-day challenge, abstaining from that thing for just 30 days. And the way that I do this is I create a Google Sheet and I give the URL to my friend Martin. Every day I will go in, I will log my progress, and I tell him, check on my progress, and if I fail even once, I'm gonna give you $100. So I don't wanna fail, it'll hurt my pride, it'll hurt my wallet, and I know I've got somebody invested in my success who is gonna keep me accountable. And hey, it's just for 30 days. So again, anybody can do it. All right, so quick recap here. If you wanna break a bad habit, number one, have a compelling, crystallized, well-defined reason in your mind for why you wanna break it and try to create a physical reminder of that reason. Number two, what was number two? <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> number two, identify the reward and try to replace the routine with something that gives you a similar reward. Also, remove as much access to that habit as you possibly can. And finally, start out with a simple 30-day challenge instead of trying to go cold turkey permanently. Now, a lot of the tips from this video come from my own personal experience, but several of the other ones also come from the book The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And this is one of my absolute favorite books, and it has a pretty high position on my essential books list for students, which you can find over on my website, College Info Geek. Whether you're a student in high school, in college, or you're beyond traditional education, I think that you should read this book because habits define so much of our behavior. When you understand how to break the bad ones, build more productive ones, and understand the structure of habits in general and how they make your brain tick, you're gonna be a lot more successful. Now, if you have the time, you can definitely sit down and read this book in its paper form or pick it up on your Kindle, but you can also read this book with your ears. You guys know what I'm talking about, audiobooks. Audiobooks are a great way to get through books while you're cooking or while you're in the gym or going to work. And the best place to find audiobooks and my personal source for them is Audible. Audible has an unmatched library of audiobook titles in a ton of different genres. And they also have a great app for managing all those. And one of my favorite features of that app is the ability to make notes at specific timestamps in the book. So say you're cooking up a paella or something and something really insightful comes up in the book you're listening to, you can just pause it, add your note and go on with your day. So if you'd like to give Audible a try, you can get a free 30-day trial over at audible.com Thomas. And that trial also comes with a free audiobook of your choosing, be it power of habit or really anything you want. And the nice thing is you can keep that book forever, whether or not you decide to become an Audible subscriber, which is pretty nice. So head on down to the link in the description below if you wanna give it a try. And thanks so much to Audible for sponsoring this video. Thank you for watching. And if you haven't subscribed yet, definitely click that subscription button right there to get videos every week when I upload. You can also get a free copy of my book on earning better grades right there. Eventually I'm hoping to get an audiobook version done. So hey, maybe at some point you'll see an Audible ad with my own book in it. That's pretty conceited. Anyway, if you wanna listen to our latest podcast episode on procrastination, check it out right there. And if you want another video on this channel, there's gonna be one right there. Thank you so much for watching and I will see you next week.